Hey there, Fellowship family. Welcome to your one-stop shop for all things church life. My name is Mark Francis, and I'm once again your host for today here on your Fellowship family podcast. It's been a lot of anticipation. We have, as a church, gone a year and a half without a focus that's a family ministry-driven focus. And here we are. We were able to launch it this past week, and this podcast is going to launch the start of a numerous number of episodes coming up for the next several weeks, where we get a chance to uh, hear from some people and members of our church of how they get a chance to live out one another's. And I'm excited because we are in this overflow series, and hopefully you've gotten a chance to listen to um, the sermon from this past week, got a chance to listen to the, the sermon spotlight where you get a chance to like, unpack more about what does it mean to overflow. And here I have with me a great couple, Brian and Tracy Weir. How are you? Good. How are you? Good to see you guys. Tracy, you yeah. doing okay? Doing great. Awesome. <laughs> Glad you're here in the podcast booth with us. And also to my right, your left watching at home, I have Pastor John Avery. How are you? I'm doing great. It, I'm excited to have all of you guys here. And John, I'm just going to turn to you first. Just just recap in a quick nutshell, mm-hmm. what is the premise of Overflow? Well, um, over the weekend, Mike Lukens read Romans 5.5. 5, mm. um, and the last part of that verse talks about how God, uh, out of his kindness, really, um, has poured his love into us through the Holy Spirit. Mm-hmm. And we are greatly loved by God. And because of that, as we get to know him, and, our, and grow in our relationship with him through Christ, um, that love that he's poured into us can overflow into the lives of others. Yeah. And, and, uh, and that's, our, that's our prayer in these next three months as we, as we focus on our own relationship with Christ, growing mm-hmm. in him, that that would overflow um, basically through the one and others, because yeah. there's a whole lot of wonderful one and others to apply. Yeah. And the premise is one another passages. Mm-hmm. And you can't live out... Yeah. Loving one another, serving one another, encouraging one another, praying for one another without that source. Sure. Without that yeah. source of Christ and the Holy right. Spirit that right. Romans refers to. Yeah. And, you know, I think of the last little phrase of John 15, 5, you know, where Jesus said, um, apart from me, you can do nothing. Mm. So we have to abide in him, mm-hmm. in his word and, and prayer. And That's great. Yeah. Yeah. Well, the weirs, you are here to just hopefully be an encouragement where you get a chance to share your story. These um, these episodes here on this podcast over the next couple of weeks, we're going to focus and hone in on some specific topics, some specific one another's that maybe your stories and your testimonies can encourage us listening and watching at home. And I want to just introduce that today we want to focus on the family. And uh, you think about everybody needs to receive a one another from you and I, John, right? Mm-hmm. I mean, th- th- we, we need to love each other, you know? Yes, you deserve my love, and, and hopefully mm-hmm. I deserve your love. Amen. But, yeah. it, but, you know, it goes beyond that. And if we can think through that it's more than just, oh, everybody deserves that. Mm-hmm. If we can categorize it of who are the audiences of who really should receive the one another's, I think it starts in the home. For sure. And it starts with the family. And so I think that was the heart of your family ministry as well. Right, right. John? Yeah. Yeah. Just to be able to, to um, you know, I, I was thinking about um, in the sermon this uh, a couple of days ago, just how God views us, hmm. that we're precious and valuable. And that's how we view our children. 
Mm. They're so precious to us. They're valuable to us. And, and, and a husband and wife, the same kind of thing, you know, mm-hmm. and, and to be able to love each other, God has kind of given us a roadmap, mm. you know, and, and these one another's are wonderful because they're an expression of who God's character and, and yeah. how we live them out with each other. And, and that, that builds up the family. Yeah. yeah. So Brian Tracy, let's get to know you a little bit. Walk us through just how you came to come to Fellowship Bible Church. Give us that story. Sure. Um, so we grew up uh, not too far up the road in Martinsburg, West Virginia. I uh-huh. uh, went to WVU and then both had got jobs with IBM, which took us to Raleigh, North Carolina for the early 2000s. Um, in 2009, we had a child. We wanted to be close to the grandparents. So we moved back not to Martinsburg, but to Winchester. Hmm. Um, and so in early 2009, we started church hopping, came here, liked it, never looked back. So we've been here since then. So you, got, you guys kind of chose Winchester as a spot for family absolutely to be around yep absolutely. awesome yeah so what do you do for a career so i've been working for fema for about four and a half years um prior to that like i said we both start with ibm um both of our careers ended there and um, before that and uh you want to go ahead yeah and, and so i'm currently working at american woodmark here in winchester and have been there for two years kitchen cabinet company yes yeah <laughs> what do you do there i am a project manager in the it department cool that's probably a lot of special times it working is. with computers. It is lots of technology. Lots of technology. Uh-huh. Yeah. Lots of kitchen cabinets, maybe too. Yeah. A little bit. <laughs> a little bit. Well, it's exciting to have you here and how God has led you into this body. Um, tell us about how you serve in our body. Give us some uh, where what ministries you're part of. Well, we're uh, involved in pretty much, I'd say, every corner of children's ministry. Um, we serve on Sunday mornings. We're involved in the Fellowship Saturday um, children's ministry. We're mm. here Wednesday nights with Kid Zone Club Fifty Six. Um, you know, all those things, children's mm. ministry. Um, and so, anything else you want to add to that? No, I mean, I think one of the things that we've really been passionate about since we've um, come to Fellowship Bible Church is just being a part of the kids' ministry. So, mm. kind of where I found my um, Interest was in the kids and worship team. So hmm. um, just really have a passion for um, just being with kids and relating to them and just being able to um, to serve in that capacity has been a blessing. That's to, awesome. To me and our family. Yeah. And I'm sure plenty of kids appreciate you guys being there, having a, a friendly face yeah. that's consistent. And I know Pastor Charlie Spencer, Spencer appreciates you guys as well, being that constant that he can rely on to kind of help keep the ministry going and it takes a village, right? Yes, it does. <laughs> sure. yes, yeah. it does. Yeah. Well, walk us through your family. Uh, you know, if you have this passion for children, you know, what goes on in your home? How many kids do you have? And what are their ages? Yep. So we have two girls. Um, Aubrey is 14 and Sophie is 11. Hmm. Um, yeah. Awesome. Yeah. And how have you found ways to impart truth about God to them throughout their lives. Give us some examples and stories of what you guys have done with your kids. Yeah. I think first and foremost is just making this a priority. Um, you know, coming to church on Sundays, being here Wednesday nights and serving, you know, making it a part of our life, um, making it, like I said, a priority. Uh, there's a lot of other things going on in life between sports and extracurricular activities and and things like that. But uh, your church comes first and God comes first. And so it's just making that a priority. And, and they know that. Mm. And so, um, you know, it, down to you know bed, bedtime prayers, you know, making sure we we do that every night. You know, even if they're not with us, you know, we sometimes we'll get a call that you know, let's say our prayers over the phone. You know, things like that. So, oh, cool. Um, so yeah, so yeah. yeah, yeah, yeah. And I think just to add to that too, like 
I mean, that was the the good side of our house, right? Like there's a lot of, a lot of ugly in our house too, right? And <laughs> and I think one of the the things that we um have just learned is forgiveness and just, mm. you know, really trying not to go to bed like angry with each other and I mean, I think it's the same for us, like we've always tried to tried not to do that um but you know and just be that example and demonstrate that to our children that you know yeah. forgiveness is just such a mm-hmm. a big thing and and just looking here you know in in Ephesians 4:32 be kind to one another compassionate forgiving each other just as God and Christ also has forgiven mm-hmm. you and um just remembering that and keeping that you know first and foremost um is really i think an important you know just value and and something mm-hmm. that we really um it is important to us. Yeah. How does that fall in line with the family ministry, John, uh, of parents being intentional with their kids? Oh, man, that's huge. <laughs> you know, it, it's um, when I think of um, Deuteronomy 6, you know, that talks about the parents first loving um, the Lord with all their heart. Mm-hmm. And then how that love, in a sense, again, I have to use the word, how it overflows to our kids. <laughs> yeah. You know, um, he, he and then he says to have... God's word imprinted first on the parents' hearts, and then that'll translate into the kids, you know, mm-hmm. and it's kind of this uh, informal times of teaching as just mm-hmm. uh, as we go, and and then formal times of sitting down in the word, but um, that's, that's great. I, I love the what you're saying about forgiveness. You know, I read a quote one time, and I'm not going to be able to quote it word for word, but here, I'll give it a shot, and, and that <laughs> is that um, just like what oil is to an engine, um, forgiveness is to relationships, hmm. you know, because without the oil, there's friction and without forgiveness, there's friction, but that, that, you know, how beautiful that is mm-hmm. in, in families, especially. Yeah. And you think of the word overflow mm-hmm. and, and what image that gives. Yeah. And and we saw on the stage at Fellowship Bible Church, and you can imagine just seeing fountains around as you might go around different parts of the country. If you see, if you see a fountain, man, can that remind us of God? Yeah, I think yeah. it can. And and when you think of, especially how it trickles down from the source of being God to then into our hearts and our lives, as Romans 5 shared, mm-hmm. without that source, our, our pot will run dry. Absolutely. We can't impart to our children, for example, uh, really anything good of ourselves unless it comes from God. So, as parents, you know, how... Walk us through it. Maybe even give us your your personal testimony of how you came to know the Lord and what led you along the way to in your path as a believer individually and maybe as a couple that's given you that ability to pass it on to your children. Yeah. You want to go? Yeah. I mean, I grew up um, in a Catholic um, family, very, um, very good about going to church on Mm -hmm. Sundays or Saturday evenings and um, just really, I feel kind of um, I, checking that box, as we often refer mm. to, you know, and um, really focused so much on, you know, thinking that I was going to get to heaven by my good works. Mm. I mean, that was just such something that was kind of instilled in me as a child. Um, so, you know, really went to Catholic church um, up until probably high school and um, shortly after, actually, I met Brian and um then, you know, kind of went through college years, really did not faithfully attend church at all, maybe when I when I came back um, to visit family. And then when we got married um, after college, um, we started attending a, a Methodist church together. And just, again, just kind of felt like we were going through the motions mm-hmm. and, and, and just really not um, 
I don't know, just not applying it and, and really not living out um, the, the life that we you know feel that God has um, wished us to. So we um, moved back here and as Brian already mentioned, um, found Fellowship Bible Church um, shortly after I made the decision to be um, baptized as an adult. Mm. Um, although as a child, you know, there was a, an infant um baptism that really, you know, isn't recognized. Yeah. So yeah. I wanted to do that as, you know, mm. an adult believer and, and have made that decision for myself. Mm. Um, so, I mean, kind of my, you know, not a, an aha moment for me, you know, like some, I think some believers have, but for me was just more of that maturation process that has just kind of occurred over, mm. over time. Um, and I think as far as just that um, kind of demonstrating God's love for me. I mean, my mom is a very godly woman and I was raised um, by a single uh, mom hmm. and um, just her always, um, I guess, self, selfishly, no, selflessly, thank yeah. you, mm -hmm. selflessly um, putting myself and my brother first and, mm. and our needs always before her own. Mm. Um, and I think just her, uh, just her love and the character and the person that she is, is, mm. you know, part of a big part of who I am today. So it's trickled down from your mother absolutely. to you mm. to serving then through love, to, serving through yeah, love for yeah, sure. Yeah, I mean, yeah, prayer was always big in our house, although mm -hmm. um, I think prayer today looks different for our family. Um, but, you know, we, we prayed for each other a lot, you know, growing mm. up. And so definitely for mm. me, um, just that, um, you know, demonstration and, and my grandparents were very, um, very godly, um, people as well. And, and always were, uh, selfless, um, mm. people mm. Uh, as well. So. That's neat. That's neat. Mm -hmm. Brian, how about you? Um, a little different. Uh, I grew up in a small brethren church. Um, and I was baptized when I was 10. Um, and so I accepted Jesus. I understood, I think what that meant at 10 years old. Mm -hmm. Um, but I have to actually have a different understanding now than I did then, you know, mm -hmm. back to sure. the maturation process. Yeah. Um, you know, I thought I was, once again, I think it was a little more works-based. It was, you know, being a good kid, you know, not saying words you shouldn't say, you know, not drinking things you shouldn't drink, right? It was it was that kind of thing through through my early teens into, into college. And you think you're a good kid, you treat people nice, but there really wasn't that relational, hmm. um, your relationship with Jesus Christ. And and once again, just to echo what she said, you know, we moved to Raleigh and we attended the Methodist Church. I think we were just kind of going through the motions. We thought going to church was what you needed to do, but there just wasn't a lot of conversation about it, you know. Yeah. Monday through Saturday, yeah. um, and then until we came here, and I think things just were explained differently, mm -hmm. you know. And and mm -hmm. and once again, I don't have that aha moment, but I I will remember one sermon where Mark did the chasm mm. with the cross, mm. you know, mm -hmm. and I had not ever seen it explained that way before. And and right mm -hmm. now, I don't seem embarrassed to admit that it was in my early thirties, mm -hmm. but mm -hmm. you know, it was like a I've not seen that before. Sure. Um, so that's just one little thing that um, that's helped us, I think, just grow and. And, and just want to overflow that love. That's like cool. About. And that's how the gospel is a continual yeah. basis of awesome. preaching the gospel to yourself or mm -hmm. hearing and, and understanding truth about God yeah. Yeah. can continually progress and grow your relationship. For sure. Yeah. And, you know, the Bible is laid out that way in progressive revelation, yeah. you know, and I think that that's yeah. really neat. Yeah. So as you then became a couple and got married yeah. and your your spiritual paths are aligning together. You come here to Fellowship Bible Church. How, as a couple, have you guys been able to grow uh, spiritually? Yeah, I think it started um, the first year we were here. Within the first couple months, I remember they were having a dessert night. 
Um, and mm. she's like, you know, hey, we need to go that to invite us to a small group. Well, I'll mm. admit, I'm like, I'm not going to go share my feelings with a bunch of strangers. <laughs> you know, I barely know right. these people, right? Yeah. Right. But yeah. we did, and it worked out. It was great. We met the St. Myers, and and they led our community group for several years. And you know, going to these overflow cards, they mm. um, you know showed hospitality to one another. They showed mm -hmm. us what it was like to open your door to strangers per se, and and not become strangers, but become you know believers in, in Christ together. And mm -hmm. um, they eventually handed that small group over to us, and and mm -hmm. so we took that torch forward for a little while away mm -hmm. so we we saw that overflow through them you know mm -hmm. into in ministry as small group leaders that's cool yeah i'm you've mentioned a, a couple different times prayer mm -hmm. and if we can i want to hone in on that just a little bit because sure. there is the one another of pray mm -hmm. for one another and as a family uh unpack that a little bit more i mean you talked about nighttime prayers and how the kids might even call you if they're not around yeah Give us more depth of what you guys do as a family to pray for one another. Yeah, I mean, we get in one child's room um, each night and, and we start and it's funny, it used to be youngest to oldest. And then for some reason, Sophie decided maybe it's because she wants to let somebody else go first. I don't know, but <laughs> <laughs> serving one another. Shit. So Aubrey goes yeah. first now and then Sophie and then Tracy and then me. But, um, you know, I kind of wrap things up at the end, but they, you know, have their specific prayers and, and it's typically praying for other people. Um, you know, obviously there's the pray for our health and our safety and all those types of things. But, you know, where there's, it seems like, we the list never gets shorter it always gets longer mm -hmm. you know and Aubrey's still praying for people that we prayed for and in some cases they may already be healed but she's still praying for them and mm -hmm. i'm not going to stop her from praying for them sure. right she still yeah. has them on her list right that's so great. so yeah. so yeah that's our um you know mm -hmm. nighttime i don't want to say routine ritual because we do it because we want to do it yeah. not because we have to do sure. it right yeah. um but it's a part of who we are and it's a part of who they are and that's great um, yeah and i think just recently when um you know, I went back to work, back into the office, and, and the girls are now back in school. Um, we we stop and pray for one another as we're leaving the house. So um, generally, mm -hmm. it's Brian praying over each one of us, um, myself mm -hmm. included. I mean, he'll, um, you know, just hug me and, and pray uh, for me mm -hmm. um, and and just pray for each of our days. But in addition, mm -hmm. you know, myself, he'll, he'll do that with Sophie and, and with Aubrey and um, just, you know, just whatever's on our heart we mm. just share and mm. i mean actually today um didn't even know i was going to mention this i had a follow-up doctor's appointment that w was a little bit of a, of a concern um you mm. know uh, mm -hmm. of having to go and before we went um one of the girls said to me um that they were, were anxious about something and, and i just you know, just had that the holy spirit moving in me i just prayed over her and and you could just tell she was feeling better and the other one felt better and um you know, Brian, um, obviously wrapping his arms around me to, to pray for me multiple mm. times, um, you know, throughout the, the appointment today. But I think just examples of when you, you know, feel that you need, you need that prayer, um, mm. just being willing mm. to, to do that for one another. And, yeah. um, that's awesome. There's so much depth in just prayer. Oh man. Right. Sure. Yeah. I mean, yeah. just, it, it's, yeah. it goes well beyond just a quick little child mm -hmm. praying for a parent, mm -hmm. yeah. but just the mm -hmm. dependency right. that it looks, right. that it represents. Yeah, and, and just, <clears throat> it's, it's so neat to hear you guys say that, you know, just uh, because we're invited by God at any moment, you know, because of we come through Christ, you know, that, and uh, that's such an encouragement. Mm -hmm. well, I think you said on Sunday um, that you would ask a few of your, you know, text groups, you yeah, know, to, right. to pray for you. And, yeah. yep. you know, similarly today, you know, just kind of starting to feel that anxiousness, but not letting, you know, kind of Satan get that foothold in there. Mm -hmm. You know, I just reached mm -hmm. out to a few family members and friends and, you know, just kind of, hey, you yeah. know, pray for me. And you sure. can just feel that sense of 
kind of calmness and peace, you know, mm -hmm. just kind of mm -hmm. come over you. And yeah, there's definitely lots of power to, to prayer for That's sure. Great. That's it's that continual meditation, mm -hmm. yeah. you know, yeah. keeping your mind, set your mind on things above yep. right. and, and have that meditation on God day and night. Mm -hmm. Psalm one, yeah, you share exactly. that too. Yeah. Yeah. And that's, that's tough to do. I it mean, yeah. Yeah. You, you think about it, we're thinking about lots of things, but mm -hmm. as a family, again, as a family unit to be able to, to share that amongst yourselves and set that example, you know, from your mother, Tracy, to then you guys doing mm -hmm. it together as a couple to have your kids be able to pray for you or pray for each other, I think mm -hmm. is, is special. Is. And it's an encouragement that, yeah. hey, yeah. it's possible. Yeah. It's yeah. Not, and like I said, it's not perfect. No. Not no. setting you guys up on a pedestal. <laughs> not at all. No, not, not perfect. All. No. But, no, you know, great. just to kind of have that continual dependence um, yeah. to do that. Life on life. Yeah. I mean, yeah. that's great. Anything that, that comes to mind where you've seen, let's just use prayer as a continual example, others pray for you. Have you been on the receiving end of other people um, praying for you guys? <laughs> So I will never forget the day that Scott Santmeyer texted me and said, you're on my heart. I'm going to pray for you. Mm. And I lost my job the next day. Wow. Mm. Wow. So mm. something had moved him. I had not had any contact with him for weeks, months at the time. Wow. Something had moved him to pray for me. Yeah. And, and I knew that that was a, a God thing. Yeah. Right? I mean, there's yeah. no other explanation for that. Wow. Um, and so that was uh, very. How did you then experience that um, that moment of. A loss of job where it could leave you in the oh, turmoil. Oh yeah, yeah. It's it's like I knew he he's got this right. Mm -hmm. I mean, there was a sense of peace, um, you know, and obviously there was despair and and all those other things. But mm -hmm. I, I knew that you know he had this. He had a plan for me, and it was something mm -hmm. different. And and you know, I'm not going to say it was perfect once again, you know, but yeah, we got through yeah. that, and here it's we great. are. And sure. you know, it's all part of the maturation process. We use that word again, but yeah. Um, yeah. But yeah, that's that's one that stands out to me for sure. Yeah, that's awesome. One last kind of final thought in your ministry, going back to children's ministry here at FBC. How do you see the church as a whole living out the one another's and how are you a part of that? And it doesn't have, to, we don't have to hone in on prayer specific, specifically, but if that stands out, that seems to be our theme today. <laughs> yeah. So you know, how do you live out those one another's in the children's ministry with other families? Yeah. I mean, one thing that stands out to me is, you know, going to the baptism services when those children get baptized. Mm -hmm. and, and I remember in particularly one child, you know, hey, mom, our teachers are here, you know, and saw mm -hmm. us. Yeah, and I'm thinking, yeah. I didn't even think they would know we, who we are, you know, wow. <laughs> but yeah, they did. Yeah. They were happy that we came. Sure. So just supporting them and showing that we're not just their mm -hmm. teachers on Sunday mornings, that mm -hmm. we care about them and that we're going to be there for those milestones in their life. And mm -hmm. um, so I think that's, that's one way that stands out to me. That's neat. Cool. Yeah. Tracy, anything on your end? Uh, I mean, actually, what I thought he was going to say was um, we had a family that, that asked for us to talk to um, their child that was very um, mm. interested in wanting to be baptized, but had some questions and um, felt comfortable to talk to their parents or to her parents, but um, just wanted to talk to Mr. Brian and Miss Tracy. So, mm. you know, we welcomed them into our home and um, just had a wonderful conversation with her and, and she did end up getting baptized. So, mm. you know, I think just being that... Um, that resource and, and outlet to others when, you know, they have doubts or questions or um, whatever. And, and, and again, just being that, um, that example for others. Hmm. Um, okay. Yeah. And I think one of the other things too, is just serving together, um, hmm. you know, just demonstrating husband and wife serving in the, in the children's ministry um, just kind of shows that, that family unit to our, to others in our church and mm -hmm. um, something that we, just enjoy doing, but yeah, that's great. And the, again, the the theme of overflow starts with God. 
and being the source mm -hmm. of that. And just recapping what I'm hearing you guys share is just your own personal walk with the Lord allows you to then help your children, help each other as husband and wife and help others. And without that power source, mm -hmm. we're, we're going to be a little lost yeah. <laughs> and having yeah. that image of the fountains overflowing into then once we have that source from God, we then can pour into others. Yeah. And that, that to me is the heart mm -hmm. of this entire focus. It is. It really is. And it starts in the home. Mm -hmm. So yeah. share more of kind of what <clears throat> Well, I just want to point out um, just opportunities yep. um, with these fan decks, uh, the, just simple idea cards that each family, community group, friends can get together. You know, you, you, you pick one of these up individually and you, you look through them and say, you know what, this is something that I could apply this week. Mm -hmm. yeah. um, and, you know, you're, you're encouraging yep. others. I mean, that's what you guys have been sharing how you've been encouraged, how God uses you, I think, um, within your family and within the children's ministry. It's just great. It's just, it's powerful. Yeah. And it's a tool. Yeah. I mean, having idea right. cards is just one small example right. of right. how you can have a little devotional time with your family or, exactly. or personally on your own and yeah. just go to the Lord. And it can just yeah. be hopefully something that sparks additional interest to have added conversations. You know, it's right. not the end all be all with one sure. card, but it is right. yep. a starting point. Just a starting point. Just a tool. Simple step. And and then there's this um, overflow, pouring out God's love, kind of a, a summary of, of things to come, yep. things to be involved in, that people can go to the home center, pick this up and see yep. things that, you know, opportunities. And you can go to the website also. Right. Yeah. And there's so, events, activities, plenty of things that you can do to help live out these yeah. one another's right. and right. guys brian tracy thank you so much for being here just being vulnerable and sharing yeah. your story thank you. and uh, again hopefully the the purpose of these conversations is to be an encouragement sure and um use just stories from yeah. people in our body to encourage us well, it's already worked it encouraged us absolutely <laughs> I, I i love it. and just yeah. the power of prayer yeah you know sure. it, it's it's special yeah. man yes, what god is. can do in our lives yeah. well Thank you guys for watching and being part of the podcast. And you can continue to share your thoughts and comments. Go to the website, fbcva.life slash podcast, and you'll see all the many opportunities of where you can listen, where you can watch. We have the Sermon Spotlight. We have the Global Missions podcast as well. And uh, you can go to our website to find all the fellowship at home details of where the, the what is in the home center. These idea cards are online as well. The events, the activities are online. And go hunt them down. Um, by typing in fbcva.life slash overflow. That's the place to be. So thanks for watching and listening, everybody. And until we chat again, let's let Christ be the focus of our lives each and every day.